Hey guys. So welcome back. I thought today was going to be a very different episode. This is my last episode of 2022. And I really did plan on telling you all of the wins that I had this year. And I will get to it in this episode. I've manifested a lot of amazing things this year. But I think that it would be more serving for you and this wonderful community that I have created and keep on creating to tell you everything that fucking sucked. <laughs> like I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna sugarcoat it. And this is coming from a very aligned place, me telling you this, uh, because of my week this last week. So I kind of shared a little bit on my Instagram about what's been going on with me, but this last week I have been falling apart, honestly. Like there's no other way to explain what I've been going through other than I am falling apart. And I never used to share anything about my life when it was hard because I thought that my feelings were invalid. I thought that having pain or suffering or, you know, limiting beliefs was unworthy of being shared here because I'm a manifestation coach. I shouldn't be going through something like this. I should be showing people how to navigate it without, you know, going down to the depths. But holy crap, have I learned my lesson. <laughs> and I don't want any of you guys to ever hold yourself to the standard that it always has to be okay. Okay? And just to, you know, keep this on the, the topic of manifestation is that we cannot go up. <clears throat> we can't, we're only able to go as, let me just rephrase this. We are only able to go as far up as we are willing to go down. We're, a lot, we're willing to go to the depths of our souls to overcome, to move through everything that has been hard. So let's just start at the beginning of the year, okay? <laughs> it is December right now, and I will bring us to this very point in time of my life when life is freaking weird, okay? Life is weird for me right now. I'm in some weird void. So at the beginning of this year, January, I was working for somebody else. I didn't really have an offer of my own. Um, I had only been really dipping my toe in the water when it came to like hosting workshops. I didn't have a course. I didn't have anything like that. Um, I didn't really, I was taking some one-on-one clients when it came to uh, manifestation coaching, but I was like way undercharging or like giving it away for free pretty much because <clears throat> if you guys hear me clearing my throat a lot, it's because I'm clearing my throat chakra. So it's, it, as soon as I, right before I started this podcast, I actually had to, to tune a lot because um, it's very blocked. And that's how I know that me sharing this is really, really important. And I'm really nervous. <laughs> so <clears throat> let's just start at the beginning again. In January, I was working for a company and it was like the most unaligned decision I had ever made. Okay. And I started working at this company uh, the previous September. So September of 2021. Okay. And I only took this job. I took this job from an ego place. Okay. And what I mean by this is that I was so scared that I couldn't make it on my own. I was so scared to fail that I decided that this was, this is a good option and it would help me create connections and it would be an easier way for me to scale my speaking business and possibly have my own um, manifestation coaching business, whatever. But like I knew that I wanted to be teaching manifestation, but I still took a job that felt 
literally the exact opposite. It physically created so much fucking anxiety in my body. It felt wrong, but I still told everybody that it was like a great decision and that it was meant to be. And I was so excited about it, but I wasn't. Every single day I woke up feeling like I was going to get fired. Um, And like there were so many, there's so many layers to why this wasn't a good choice for me personally. Um, And the red flags were so loud, but I didn't listen. Okay. And I'm telling you this right now because it's my truth. This is what I went through. And if you have ever, you know, done something that was out of alignment or like the red flags were there, but you chose to ignore them, it's okay to forgive yourself. Okay. So we're going to get to the forgiveness part later on. Um, <clears throat> but anyways, took this job, worked there for a bit. Um, I constantly was in like fight or flight during this job. I felt very tense. It felt out of alignment. I felt sick to my stomach every day. I felt like I was going to get fired every day. And you could say that I manifested it because in, I think it was January. It was January or February. Anyway, I got fired. Like, and I was I told people I got laid off because I was so ashamed of myself and I felt like it was my fault and I was blaming myself and I felt unworthy and all these other things, but it brought up a lot of other pain. Okay. A lot of shame and embarrassment, self-disgust. Um, I felt like I was dumb, stupid, piece of shit, loser. Like literally these are the thoughts that were going through my head. Okay. So that was one of the things that happened. And all of the things that I'm about to tell you all happened within a two week period. Okay. Right before I got fired, I got hacked on Instagram really fucking bad, okay? And I'm going to swear a lot in this, so I'm so sorry for kids are around. Throw in some headphones, listen later or something. <laughs> um, I know a lot of you, a few of you anyway, have told me you like to listen while you're cooking. And I think that the parallel is because I love to cook, so people listen while they're cooking. Anyway, <laughs> by the way, anyways, okay, guys, I'm sorry I'm stumbling on my words a lot today. And I'm going to try not to apologize for it. This is who I am today. So <clears throat> I got hacked really bad on Instagram and it was my own fault because I saw a friend post that she did this like trading thing with this like Forex something and she was able to return, get a return of $10,000 after, uh, after her like $800 investment or something like that. And it was her, it was her talking. It was her. So I was like, oh, damn. Okay. So I messaged her and I was like, how did you do this? That's cool. Right. And then, this is a friend of mine. Okay. And instant reply. So anyways, I went now, if any of you are listening to this and you're like, how did you know that this was not a scam? I just didn't. Okay. Again, though, I did. <laughs> I did what I didn't. Okay. My intuition literally saw every single red flag. I started to feel this pit in my stomach. I knew it wasn't true, but my ego was like, oh, but your friend said it's true. It's it's real. Okay. So anyways, I went down the whole thing, um, ended up getting scammed out of $3,000. $3,000. Yep. That happened because like the people call you they're like, no, 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 no. It's fine. You, you need to give us a fee for this. You need to give us a fee for this. And I just like panicked, transferred the money. Like it was so stupid of me. And even right now I feel sick to my stomach, not as bad as I used to. I, I can't even believe that I'm actually at the point that I can tell you exactly what happened. Um, and I've touched on it on the podcast before, but this is like different. But the person on the phone who is convincing me to transfer the money, their voice 
was like the voice of the devil. I'm not even fucking kidding you. Okay. It was like this demonic voice telling me, whispering in my ear that everything is going to be okay, that they would never take food off my table. And that my last $3,000 that I had to my name at the time, this was a good idea. Okay. To transfer it all. So I did. And they hacked my Instagram. They got into it. Somehow, I don't know how the fuck they did it, but they did it. And before, this is the worst part. Oh my God, I'm so ashamed of this. The worst part was the fact that not only did they do that, but they made me send a video saying that this company transferred the money to me. The like the return, okay? So it's supposed to be like eight hundred dollars that ended up turning into three thousand. That was supposed to be ten thousand back, which is so crazy that I did this. Okay, like something came over me, and I thought this in my head was a good idea, even though in in my body I knew it wasn't. And I will tell you all the lessons after. Like I could go off, but anyways, I got so pale because I knew I I suddenly saw what I did. Like what the fuck did I just do? Okay. And I went upstairs and I looked at my husband and I told him I barely could get out what happened. Like I started to hyperventilate and all he, he's like, literally your, the blood from your face dropped. Like I went so pale. Every single inch of me was pale and I fainted to the ground, like <laughs> literally fucking fainted. Okay. Because I did that to myself. I did it. I did it. I did that stupid thing, okay? And they were hacking my Instagram, messaging my followers. They scammed some of my followers out of money as well. Like, I don't know how to explain to you. Now I know that it's a scam, but they were so convincing. But my intuition knew, my higher self, she was like, stop, stop, this is so wrong. And I was not in a position at that time to be spending that kind of money on something stupid like that, okay? So that happened. All right, so the hacking, and then right after that, I got fired. Okay, wait, actually, let me back up. I found out I was pregnant at that time, which if you've listened to this podcast, you know that I, my husband and I have been trying to have a baby for four years. I've had three miscarriages now, so right around that same time, I was pregnant. Then on, I don't know, a couple weeks later, um, someone very close to me passed away. So I'm going to their funeral. I'm pregnant. I was so excited about it. I'm really, really sad about the funeral, of course. At the same time, I get there. We go through it. We're celebrating his life. Um, I had just told my parents I was pregnant. And then I went to the bathroom after the service, wiped, and there was blood. And this is not my first rodeo. This is the third time this has happened. And again, I went pale. Like, I literally went pale. And I was an hour and a half away from my home and I was supposed to be staying the night in Calgary, which is like my hometown um, where the memorial service was. And I literally booked it out of there. I just shoved toilet paper in my underwear and sprinted out of there. I didn't say bye to anybody. My dress was literally hiked up. I was wearing pantyhose, but whatever. And like I, my, my dress was hiked up and I just shook. I was just shaking. I just sprinted out, ran to my car, called, started like dialing, 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 dialing my husband as many times as possible. He wasn't answering. Dialed my my best friend, told her I wasn't coming to her house and I just started to drive home, got so lost in a place that I've been a million times. 
I was freaking out. Like, I was like, again, I, all I could say was again, really again. And then my husband called and my best friend called and she tried to like distract me. Thankfully, she did her best to just try to distract me, which is literally the best thing you can do in that kind of position. And I got home that night and just crumpled to the floor, cried it out. Okay. And then it was five days later, I got fired. So all this stuff happened within like a two week period. And I honestly thought that my life was over. But of course, there's that little voice inside of my head that was like, no, pick yourself up. You don't have an option. Like you got to get up, get the fuck up and go and start and start over. Do something, start over. So I did. (laughs) I was like, all right, this is going to be really hard, but I'm going to do this, right? I took my son out of daycare. He was in preschool at the time, and I just decided to just really focus on the podcast. So I started focusing here more. Um, And then I realized after that third miscarriage, I needed to understand like what is happening? Like somebody fucking help me. So eventually I talked, I've talked about this before, so I won't talk too much in depth about it. Um, I ended up needing surgery um, on there was polyps in my uterus, so I had to get those removed in May. That was a bit of a mind fuck as well. So this fir- the first half of the year was very jarring. Like my nervous system could not like needed a freaking chill pill. So I just like, you know, kind of scooped my life back up, decided like I need to hire a business coach. So I did took her course, everything like that. And then I decided that I was going to start my coaching business, like actually start it. So I did. This summer, I started building it out. What does a one-on-one offer look like? I built out a an amazing class that's free, um, which a lot of you guys have taken, which is amazing. But I actually have another um, class now that's free, which I'll link below and I'll tell you guys a little bit more about later. But besides the point, anyways, so I started my coaching business. I was like, you know what? I can teach manifestation. That's something that I know how to do. And so I started learning all the things. And then I got ghosted by a friend, (laughs) a good friend who ghosted, ghosted us. That's cool. And, but then I manifested a friend with the same name who also teaches investing. And there's a whole crazy story about that. I'll probably go into it detail maybe in another episode. But basically what happened was I was like, okay, I need to learn some lessons from this freaking hacking and learn how to actually like what is investing, like how do I actually learn this shit? Like I know that it's something I need to know. And then I found this girl on TikTok, no budget babe, Paula, Nicole, what's up? And I started following her, like implementing her strategies and I was like, okay, this is freaking awesome. She's cool. And then I saw a video of her. She was moving to she's moving to Alberta from Ontario, which is where I live. And I was like, oh, dang, girl. Like, so I just like commented on one of her videos. You know, she's got like a million followers. I didn't think she was going to see it. And I was like, welcome to Alberta. Safe travels. And then she messaged me on Instagram and was like, hey, you're from Alberta. I was like, yeah. And then we just started chatting, hit it off really well. Actually, I think we trauma bonded a little bit. (laughs) But I mean, like, if you are my friend, you know, we've probably trauma bonded. And I don't think I'm going to apologize for that. I don't think so. I do not think I'm going to apologize. I think that's what makes us relatable. And the dark humor, that helps a lot. Um, anyways, so I, we ended up becoming really good friends and I was like, oh, sweet. That's sick. Like I've learned so much from you already. 
from your um, stuff. I'm going to take your class after I'm done this one, or I'm going to take your course after I'm done this one. Right. And I'm like, I'm manifesting that whatever I'm going to, I'm going to buy it. Well, she ended up gifting it to me, <laughs> like, which literally don't message her for free courses, by the way, you guys. <laughs> um, yeah, it was just one of those things. The universe just delivered it to me and it was, it's been so helpful. It's been so amazing. So also if you guys want to learn investing, go follow at no budget babe on TikTok and Instagram. You are going to be able to seriously change your financial future by that. But this all comes down for me, like from a manifestation perspective, I declared what I wanted and it came right. And, and that literally, however, the answers come to you is perfectly divine. Okay. So anyways, so things started to turn around. Okay. And then I just like made this awesome fucking new friend, literally this amazing new friend who just like answered my prayers. I just love this girl so much and we've become such good friends. And I have this like amazing community of women at my side who have been there for me this year that I just can't even trade. It's just been so good. So that all happened. And then, okay, pretty good summer. Things are rolling. My one-on-one coaching business is fucking rolling. Things are going good. Women are coming to my world. They're being attracted to me like crazy. I'm starting to build some content on TikTok. I'm starting to build like more, like better content on Instagram. Everything is going really, really good. Okay. So this is like the second half of the year um, coming into like November. Okay. So it's been really good. Everything's getting a lot better. And then guess what happened? <laughs> Last week and the week before, I started getting this like pit in my stomach. Okay. This like darkness that started to creep through that I haven't felt in a long time, really. Like this, it hasn't, I haven't really felt this since I want to say like my second miscarriage which was the really bad one, which is the one where I think I was almost like nine or 10 weeks. Either way, it was really horrible. Okay. And I started to feel this like sinking feeling and I couldn't shake it. Couldn't shake it. Couldn't shake it. Couldn't shake it. Started plowing through, started being like, no, I'm fine. Everything's good. And if you have known me for any amount of time, I suppress my tears. Okay. I suppress tears. I suppress rage. That is something that I was trained to do from a very young age to protect myself. Because for me, what has correlated with the most love is by being like happy, bubbly, the funny one, um, the smart one, the pretty one, the charming one, right? Like that is literally how I've gotten love in my life. (laughs) So to my subconscious mind, if I'm not that way, I am unlovable. So I've been able to very much like turn my humanity off. It's literally the only way I know how to explain it. Holla to all you Vampire Diary friends, fans out there. Um, so then it all came to a head last week. Okay. I, something kind of triggered me a couple Sundays ago, I guess a week ago. And then like I just got triggered, but it wasn't that that it wasn't that thing's fault, you know, but it just sent me because a trigger is a trigger. Like I'm usually fine with triggers, but it just sent me spiraling and I couldn't really make sense of it, but I was like noticing that I was able to sort of push it aside and I was fine and da, da, da. And then I'm in this course called Epically Aligned. 
through manifestation babe she's amazing love her and um on the very first day there was some like things that we were doing releasing the past okay so something about manifestation is you need to unhook your like past mind you have to unhook and like rehook to something new okay so that's basically like manifestation subconscious 101 in like the smallest form is the fact that you need to you know you need to unlearn old behaviors basically you have to break the habit of being yourself dr joe joe dispenza talks about that his book is amazing by the way that book and then you have to rewire to something new so anyways we're like doing this like past life or this cord cutting and then suddenly it all came rushing in i started getting that pit and it was like growing darkness all i can explain it as is like this black this blackness this like heaviness this like cold slash hot slash painful slash crippling feeling inside of my the very pit of my stomach just spreading through my veins and just bursting to come out or like a pop bottle like i'm you know like if you shook a ginger ale bottle like a don't or any pop bottle i guess (laughs) and you know how it's like it wants to pop and then as soon as you crack it a little bit it starts to leak and then eventually just gonna blow off okay so that's what happened to me i didn't cry monday i did not cry tuesday but i started getting very ragey and slamming things around which is a very old pattern of mine that i have since like i very much moved through it i'm not a big slamming of doors anymore i don't hit and throw things i don't punch holes in the walls like i never punched a hole in a wall i don't think um ever in my life but i have been known to like slam things or get really mad or scream into a pillow punch a pillow right like i've always wanted to hit and like physically get my rage out which is also a reason that i work out and stuff it just gets the energy moving um but i was a very angry teenager let me just put it like that i was i got mad very easy so i started feeling like these these this rage and my fuse started to get really short and i was getting really angry at my husband and just like wasn't dealing well okay and i hosted this amazing class last wednesday called manifest your rich life and um just so many women registered there was a good chunk of you who showed up live plus a ton of you who have been watching the replay and it was so good like i felt so in alignment i was me i was good i was good and then as soon as i turned the camera off sent out those emails the darkness was back it was like i could turn it off just for a moment i could turn it off to show up i could turn it off to embody a rich life i could turn it off to teach you how to manifest i can walk you through my my process i can answer your questions i can show you my happy perky peppy self because that's what i've been trained to do as soon as the cameras go down as soon as the lights turn off as soon as i blow out the candle and send that last email suddenly the darkness returned and i was sitting in a pit of despair of sickness of disgust of embarrassment of shame every single piece of me felt disgusted with myself i felt like i was an unworthy loser i felt like i was stupid that everybody is better off without me 
that I should burn my entire business to the ground because fuck it, it's not helping anyone anyway. Right? And I just want to tell you guys that these feelings that I had were an ex- were internal. It wasn't because anything on the outside of me was telling me this. Actually, this was the most um, response I've ever had to a masterclass. Not only just for the people who showed up and registered, but the amount of DMs I got saying how amazing it was and how much change it's creating in them. And it was just a snapshot of what's inside She Receives Academy. It's just a snapshot, right? She Receives Academy is the course that I launched these last couple of weeks. So we're going to get to that as well about like what that is really bringing up. Um, so these feelings were completely internal. These are all things that I have internalized and now are projecting out. They're not real. They feel real. They're based on a past belief system that I clearly have not fully worked through like I thought I did, right? And here's the lesson for this particular part of things, okay? Is that avoiding the hard shit doesn't mean you're over it. Does not mean you are over it. It doesn't mean, so those, that, that nasty voice that has been like piping through this last week, telling me I'm a loser, telling me I'm stupid and embarrassing and annoying and everybody secretly hates me, like literally, okay, is all just an old internal belief that I have not moved through, clearly. (laughs) So, so Wednesday night, I was feeling like crap about myself and so anxious and like weird, even though like I was literally getting a flood of DMs saying, you did so good. This was so amazing. Like people were like, I had this aha moment around receiving. I didn't understand about defining and deciding and declaring my my manifestations. Like I had like so many things, amazing things. Normally that is like the lifeblood of me. But I was looking at those, those, those DMs and I was like, well, okay, great. I'm so grateful that you got that out of there. But like, I don't think that I'm worthy of hearing that. Right? Even though, logically speaking, if you were to look at how much I've learned and how much I've done and all the, all the things and how much I know about manifestation, that it's like, I'm obviously qualified to teach it. But this internal voice, okay? So usually I'm so good at like shoving it down. Like I said, that's been like my defense mechanism my entire life, but I couldn't. I slept so hard that night, which is really weird for me as well. Usually when I'm anxious or something like that, I just don't sleep. I stay awake all night. Nothing can take my mind and body into rest. But that night I slept the best I've ever slept. So I think it was a little gift from the universe that was like, hey, <laughs> you're not doing good. Some rest will help. So I slept really good. But then the next day I woke up and the pit was there. The darkness was there. I couldn't function, right? And um, my husband said something to me that shouldn't have triggered me really but it did and I just like couldn't like the tears started to come the the pop bottle cracked the tears started to come and they went they wouldn't stop like they were just starting and I'm packing lunch for school for Jackson 
I'm getting things ready. I'm, you know, taking care of everybody. And I had a morning of, of writing my gratitude and everything like that, but I sure did not feel it. I did not feel my gratitude. I didn't feel grateful. I felt sad and mad and nothing almost. I didn't know what I was feeling. And I didn't know why I was crying either. But I remember I just stood in the in my pantry and just couldn't stop. I was grabbing crackers. My son is eating his breakfast and I just couldn't stop. And then I remembered that it was Santa hat day at school. So shout out to all you moms who were like trying to remember like what is Santa hat day? Like what's, you know, like crazy shirt day, Christmas concerts, blah, blah, blah. And I, so anyways, I, I got his Santa hat. I got him ready for school, everything like that. My husband went to work. I got Jackson to school, stayed away from everybody. Like, because I was like, nobody look at me. I've been crying. And then I got in my car, went to Starbucks, got myself a sandwich, got home, closed the door and literally fell to my knees and started to wail cry. Like scream cry, ugly cry, tears literally felt like they were shooting out of my eyes and I just collapsed. Like I couldn't hold myself up any longer. And you guys, this is not normal for me. This isn't something I ever do. This is something I can count on one hand that I have done in my adult life. And it's, it's very, 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 very rare. I don't, and one of the, one of the times that I did this, like I'm just reflecting now that like all the times I've actually done this in my adult life. One of the times is when I, some, I don't remember exactly what happened, but it was right after my son was born and you know how breast milk is liquid gold it is liquid fucking gold it is worth more than gold let's be real and uh something happened where my husband might have taken it out of the fridge put it back in the fridge reheated it it was like one of those things that you're not supposed to do okay they say that you're not supposed to like reheat put it back in the fridge i don't know something you shouldn't give to newborns okay and i pumped this milk and if you have ever pumped breast milk for your baby, you know how much it freaking sucks. If you love pumping, I don't, I don't, I don't know how you love it, but it, I hate it. Okay. It is, breastfeeding is a, is a miracle and it's hard and it's really freaking hard. But anyways, that's besides the point. After that happened, I remember melting to the ground like this and whale cried, screamed, cried, laid on the floor. And then I did it like, I don't know, maybe two more times. I think once, yeah, I did it two more times, which I'm not going to get into. But anyways, besides the point, I don't do this very often and I think I'm kind of deflecting now. So we're going to get back to the story. I dropped my knees, cried, dropped my sandwich on the floor, still in the bag. And my dog came down the stairs and all I could say was, hi. (laughs) And he just like laid with me and while I cried and I just hugged him. I love him so much. He's so fluffy. If you guys know me, my dog is my world my cat is too. My husband and son are as well. But I held him and I cried and cried and cried and cried and couldn't stop. And then I went upstairs, put my stuff down, went, got myself to the bathroom because we all know bathroom floors are where you're supposed to cry, not the entrance of the house. And I cried and I screamed and I cried. And then there was a little tiny voice in my head saying, reach out, tell someone you're struggling right? Because like I was saying things to myself, like I don't, everyone's better off without me. I don't deserve to be here. I'm a loser. I'm an embarrassment. I'm annoying. I'm 
worthless. I should be further along in my life. You know, I sh- like who am I to show up online? Like literally everything, right? I should burn this entire thing to the ground. I'm not good at anything. I should go back to being a waitress. Every single mean thing that a person can say to themselves, I said to myself. And here's proof that it's internal because the night before I just like did an amazing masterclass. Like I'm not even going to be humble about it. It was freaking awesome. And so many people got so many, so much out of it, right? It's just such a testament to how far I've actually come when you really look at it logistically, but that's just not how I was feeling inside. So my husband called and I screamed on the phone to him, like cried and cried and cried, but he's working. So I talked to him for about 15 minutes and then I reached out to my best friend. I told her exactly what was going on and she called and I just, I just let myself fall apart. I didn't hold it, any of it back. I couldn't, I just cried and I still feel like I, I still don't feel good. I still don't feel like myself, but she helped me and she ended up getting a few laughs out of me and we just chatted and she related a lot to me and she, that's why we're best friends. That's why we're soul sisters, which you guys are also going to see, be seeing more of her and I this year. We have a project that we're working on together, which is really fun and interesting. Um, really exciting. I don't even know. I can't tell you yet, but I don't even know what next year is going to look like, but I'm going to get to that too. This is a very, this is a much longer episode than I normally put out. So yeah. (laughs) Anyways, so she helped me. I felt a little bit better, but I was still like, and I knew that I, there was nothing I could do that day, but I, after the masterclass, I was offering my academy. She receives academy for a discount. So it's normally 1400 and I was offering it for 777 for 72 hours. So until that following Saturday. And so I knew I had still had to set up my email sequences. I still had to talk about it on my stories. And I just like did the bare bones that I could to, to make sure that I was honoring my commitments and everything like that and offering it to the people who were asking and all the things, right? Making sure that I was showing up and still fulfilling what I said I was going to do. Because the, la- the last thing I needed to do for my, <laughs> for my self-worth was go back on my word. Literally, my worst nightmare is not following through. I hate it when people don't follow through. I literally think it's one of the worst um, qualities that people learn is to not follow through. I don't think that I think anybody can learn loyalty and follow through. So I I, I don't like it when people choose not to. Anyways, I just didn't want to hold myself to an even lower standard than I was already feeling. So I did. I followed through. I did all my emails, everything like that. And then I was like, I don't care. I'm surrendering it. I'm not doing any really any follow-ups with people. Anybody who's on the wait list, they can just buy it. I'm not, you know, like I just literally surrendered. <laughs> I was just like, whatever. Because I was like, no, I can't show up to my full extent right now energetically. And then the next day I was still feeling like absolute shit. And I'm like I said, I'm still not there yet. I'm just whatever. But there's still this voice in my head that's like surrender to the pain. Your pain is a gift. It's okay to be not okay. My husband kept saying it's okay to not be okay. My best friend saying it's okay to not be okay. You you need to feel Sam because you don't feel. You you shove it all down and you have like I have a safety like a coping thing where is if I make sure that everybody else is okay around me, then everything is fine, right? Like I have taken it on as my job in life to fix and help everybody. I've taken it on as my job to cheer everybody up, to make everybody laugh, to give them the answers to things. But 
I forgot to feel. I didn't hold space for myself, right? And I've pushed people away from that side of myself. Those, there's a lot of people who have never, ever seen me like that and maybe never will. But this is what I've learned. So, so much has come through because of this, because I actually just allowed myself to surrender to it. Because on the other side of this, on the other side of this pain, there's so much wisdom. Your pain is a gift. And on the other side of this is the answers you've been looking for, right? I've been looking for clarity. I'm up-leveling my business. I have a course that I wanted to launch in February back when I was getting hacked. (laughs) But so that little voice of like unworthiness was coming through. So I just like didn't, you know, I was like, I need a little bit more preparation. I need this. I need that. Right. And I did, you know, there was other things I had to learn. I had to learn marketing. I had to learn all these, all this other stuff, sales, things like that. But the real thing that I needed to learn was how to understand and and be friends with my pain, right? All these thoughts of unworthiness, all these thoughts of comparison that have come through this week, they're just thoughts. They're just something inside of me that's coming up to be healed right now. So I'm allowing it to be there. You know, I'm not going to force myself to to show up and pretend that I'm okay online. I'm not going to create a bunch of content right now, right? And the that has brought up a lot of fear because I'm like, okay, if I'm not showing up, if I'm not posting every single day on my feed, if I'm not posting three times a day on TikTok, if I'm not launching a podcast every single week, then you know, they're going to forget about me. They're not going to care. They're going to move on. They're going to learn from somebody else. But you know what? It doesn't matter because that's not actually how law of attraction works, right? So now after this coming Friday, Thursday, Friday, I'm deleting Instagram off of my phone, just the app, leaving everything up there, of course. I'm setting everything up in my business to be automated. Um, I've got some emails going out. I've got, you know, this podcast is coming out and i might i might hang out on tiktok we'll see tiktok feels like it doesn't feel it doesn't feel like i need a break from it right now which is really weird but i also don't go i don't have any notifications on for there plus like everybody who comes into my world like truly into my world comes through on instagram so i feel like i have a lot more responsibility there like that's where my business is and i need a break so that's come through a lot and i and proving to myself, which is something I teach in She Receives Academy, is that it's safe to slow down and you can still make money using the law of attraction without actually doing anything, um, which is huge, right? And this is something that I've proven over and over again, but I'm going to be proving it to an even deeper extent because not only am I just taking a day or two off, I'm deleting Instagram off of my my phone, I am being present with my family, but I'm also doing a lot of inner work and a lot of intention setting, moving through a lot of pain. So I'm still going to be attracting money using the law of attraction instead of, you know, hustling $4 and trading my time for money. Like that is just not the vibe I want, especially in 2023. So I've been letting go of a lot of things. So there's other, tons of other um, fears that have come up like around unworthiness, right? Or like, how can anybody actually love me? I'm not a lovable person right? I have trauma. (laughs) I have some, and you know, I'm not alone in this, 
right? I've trauma that has made me feel completely unworthy. That makes me feel like there's no point to me. What's the point? Nobody would even care if I died. Literally, that's how I f- have felt. But I know that's not true. Okay. And the universe being how they are is God, whoever, whatever you resonate with, has sent me so much love this week. So much love and money. Like so many amazing things have come my way. And it's, I'm not looking externally for validation, but it's just proof that these are just internal thoughts that need to be moved through. And I feel like they're coming up right now because I'm actually moving through them now for once. I'm not just shoving them away. I'm not letting them just pass me by. And this is this is the initiation into She Receives Academy for me really launching this shit for 2023. She Receives Academy is going to help a lot of people. At least 100 in 2023. That's the goal. And it's automated and passive and all the other things that I'd never thought that I would be worthy of, but I am worthy of them. There's so much that has gone into She Receives Academy to help women not only master their subconscious blocks, but to learn how to receive, learn how to manifest what they actually want, declare that, live a rich life, right? This is all the things that I've been working on this year, and you cannot do those things unless you are so willing to look at your pain, to look at the things that are hurting you, that are holding you back. So this is why this is happening to me right now. As I'm in the middle of launching She Receives Academy, as I'm holding like a deeper space in my one-to-one containers for women, moving through some of the biggest transformations of their lives and manifesting the most amazing things, right? Moving from from feeling unworthy to literally manifesting money from random resources or manifesting their dream homes. This has been happening with the women who come into my one-on-one containers, right? So I've been to the depths with these women and I'm going to the depths with them myself so that when you come into She Receives Academy, you are getting the transformation of being able to manifest your rich life. And we are not just talking mindset here you, as long as you do the work, you're going to be able to move through your pain. You're going to look at your pain. And I know that is so scary, but I'm telling you right now, once you do it, it takes the fear away. I'm not scared anymore. I'm not scared anymore. I'm not, I'm no longer feeding into not, I'm not feeding my ego anymore. I'm not making decisions based on my ego ever, ever, as long as I can help it, you know? You know, sometimes I might do something else (laughs) that is egoic. I don't even know. I can't even think of an example right now. But I'm never taking a job that feels wrong anymore. I'm never going to get hacked again, like or scammed out of $3,000 again because I understand the red flags, right? And I think that launching She Receives Academy now versus in February is the fact that I can truly tell you, how I can truly teach you now to follow your intuition and to move through your blocks because I've been to the depths. I've been there. I've been there so hard, especially the last two weeks. And there's a whole module on how to face all this, how to move through it, right? And the reason that I know I'm moving through my fear of unworthiness is because I'm sitting here behind this mic right now telling you exactly how I feel. I'm not telling you that, oh, I had a really hard week and 
here's the lessons. I'm telling you that I looked at myself in the mirror and said, I am disgusted with myself. I am ashamed of myself. I am embarrassed of who I am. I literally told my best friend on the phone, I was like, why can't I like, like, why can't I have a mediocre life? Like, why do I want something so big? Right? Or why can't I just have like a normal job? Like, why can't I just be so passionate about the DMV and just go there and work a nine to five and be so lit up about that? Like, why? Go there, clock in, get a paycheck, come home and just live like that kind of life. Why am I not passionate about that? (laughs) And the only answer that keeps coming through is that I was not made for that. I was not made for that. And big dreams maybe that is a big dream for some people and all the power to you. But my mountain is not that. My mountain is being a girl who grew up in chaos, who has to wonder why every single day that a parent of hers didn't choose her, doesn't choose her, has to raise a kid in a different way, in a way that I don't know how to raise him but I do it. I show up with love. I don't want to work as a waitress. I don't want to work at the DMV. What I want to do and what I am doing is speaking in front of people every single month, teaching law of attraction, teaching you how to not settle, teaching you how to change your perspective. That's what I do every month. I have a course to teach manifestation because I literally can picture all the women that this is supposed to help. I feel it. I feel them. I feel you. It's it's crazy. I don't know how to explain it other than the fact that I have all this knowledge inside of me that I'm putting into a course for you. And I know that it's supposed to be birthed out of me, right? And then there's the other things that I want to do. All these other like amazing things that I'm finally looking at, right? This year, something amazing that has happened is I had the realization that I freaking love being on stage. Like I'm I'm loving speaking in front of an audience. I love podcasting and I love the arts so much. Nothing gives me more chills than sitting in a concert and listening to singers. Nothing gives me chills more than watching dancers, right? And this is a very visceral part of me that I've been facing very, I've had to really look at because I've shoved it aside because it felt impractical, right? So I started taking tap and jazz again, which has been so fun. I love it so much. And it f- I feel like myself, right? And I also just really miss singing. So I've been singing a lot. I'm going to take lessons again this year just for me. You know, I'm not going to stop anymore because it feels impractical, right? And like there's a piece of me that's always been scared of fame because I don't really like the, I think that paparazzi are creepy as fuck and that scares me a lot, but that's held me back a lot. And then of course there's like the self-doubt, <laughs> right? And the, the doubt handed to, to me by there was somebody, a teacher actually, I have like teacher drama that maybe I'll talk about someday that really, really fucked with me, my head in high school. And um, yeah, I was writing a lot about it in my journal last night. It was really, I was like writing about all these like instances about when this teacher turned on me. And you want to know when it happened is when I got a boyfriend. 
So this is like a whole other story that maybe I'll tell someday. I don't know. But I got a boyfriend and then this teacher turned on me and then my high school life got really, really bad. And a bunch of like rumors came in, but it also ruined the arts for me a lot because this teacher was very involved in that area. And um, yeah, and I, it wasn't me. I realized I was just a child and this teacher, it was weird. And it, it just ended up creating a lot of trauma for me and it has held me back a lot so i was really facing that last night especially just like writing about it in my journal lots of weird things happened during that time and i haven't looked at it but it's held me back so much and i'm like why am i allowing this fucking person to have any sort of power over my life why am i letting a situation that happened to me in high school still hold me back like this person the situation is siphoning my energy so anyways I was like nope and I cut that cord I called my power back and I was already starting to feel better and now I'm like literally talking to you about it here so clearly it's working clearly I'm taking my power back over this situation I'm not scared anymore I'm not some scared little girl right but I will say I am brave enough now to face my pain and by facing my pain I will achieve absolutely everything that I set my mind to this year. And that's just, that's just it. Oh, God. <laughs> I feel like I just like have talked so much. Um, I have some notes, but when, one thing that I will say that I am working on right now is that there have been so many things that, so many good things that have happened and I will tell you that I forgive myself. I forgive myself for the pain. I forgive myself for my mistakes and the regrets. And when pain comes to visit, I'm just going to look at it now, even though it sucks, even though it hurts. I'm not going to shove it down anymore, right? So, okay, I'm going to tell you all the am other amazing things that have happened because I don't want to just like leave you guys feeling like, <laughs> especially if you feel, if you see yourself in some of these stories that I've been telling you. So some amazing things that happened in 2022. I had two road trips with my husband, which was so fun. Um, something I love is traveling with him. We're just the best travel buddies. Um, and then another road trip with my son to a wedding. And we literally had so much fun. My son just was like the best little traveler. It was so fun. Um, my friends came to my birthday, which is amazing. I've spent some birthdays alone over the years, and that's been very hard and again like that was some of my friends are going through some hard things also i pushed a lot of people away when i was struggling um i have had some of the most amazing one-on-one -on -one clients who've paid in full or not some of them haven't some of them have but i've attracted high level high ticket coaching clients for my manifestation coaching um, container reveal and they have had some amazing quantum shifts in their lives. And that has been so epic to see. And like, I deserve to celebrate about that, don't I? <laughs> um, manifested that course, the, um, the investing course. What else? What else have we got here? There's more, but I just don't, I didn't write it down apparently. But overall, one of the best things that has happened to me this year is that my husband and I have gotten to such a great place in our relationship. We had a really hard year last year and it was like the first time we ever had 
a hard year and it was because my husband was struggling with his mental health and I had to be really, really strong. So you have to do that in a marriage. You know, you have to do that in a marriage. It's, it's so much give and it's so much give. That's, that's it, right? It's give. There is no take in a marriage. You just give and you receive, right? It's not a take. It's a give and receive. You receive love, you give love. And I had to be really strong while he was struggling. But it's been so much better. Like it, we just feel like we're back to ourselves now, um, which has been awesome. And I just can't, I couldn't trade it for the world. I just love him so much. So I, I think that's really all I have for you guys today. Um, Merry Christmas. I hope, or happy holidays, whatever you celebrate. If you're just taking a break, I hope that you do take a break. I'm taking a break. I'm going to just, I've been doing all the things that I need to do right now. Like it felt really good to, to fold all my laundry this weekend and clean it all, right? Like I was behind on those kinds of things. I'm, my son's Christmas concert got rescheduled to Thursday and he's home today because it's so cold and he slept on me. He, we cuddled in his chair in his room and he just slept on me and he's five. Okay. And you just never know when the last time is going to be right. And I just sat there and appreciated it, looked at his messy room, had a coffee in my hand and I just sat there and just let him sleep. I got to make cookies and do some baking and just get my house in order and just literally just do nothing at all. I'm going to allow myself to watch some TV at night, which I never do because it makes me tired in the morning, but I'm going to sleep in and drink coffee and eat snacks and have eggnog and just reset. And I'm finishing up this course that I'm in right now this other manifestation course that I'm in right now, which is amazing because it's also helping me with the last like bits of like, I've been adding more to She Receives Academy as I learn more and like embody more. And I believe that I've been sent this, not only this course, but also this pain so that I can also help you guys way more, like way deeper. Um, because I'm not scratching the surface in She Receives Academy. Like this is not a small thing. This is a huge quantum shift for me, for you, for anybody who comes into She Receives Academy. You are going to get access to my Facebook group where I'm going to be doing coaching every month, sometimes twice, depending on how many people are in there. Um, and yeah, so you can grab She Receives Academy below or you can grab my newest and latest masterclass below, Manifest Your Rich Life, if you want to just like tune in over the holidays and really set up 2023 to be amazing. And with that, Happy New Year, Happy Holidays, and I will catch you guys next year, 2023, on Manifesting Wonder. Bye.